0: From conies to cheesecake and barbecue to brunch, we all have meals that meet something special to us. This podcast takes a deep dive into the traditions, delicacies, and legends that have shaped what we know and love about food. Each week, we'll learn from a guest about how food has impacted their relationships and how they view the world. This is Season to Taste this week on the podcast i'm excited to welcome amber from ana cakery amber welcome to the show
1: thanks for having me
0: so there's a segment i do on this show called what's cooking um, give me a little snapshot of what you've been making in the past week either related to the business or not or what's coming up this coming week
1: so this last week, um, I had a lot of uh, custom orders, but mainly I had an event this uh, today, actually. So I made some boozy cupcakes and some fun fruity pebble rice crispy treats and um, some Christmas themes, some peppermint dark chocolate cupcakes and just getting ready for the Christmas season to kick in. So
0: Sounds like fun. I just hosted a little potluck, essentially, at my house last night. Um, had some friends over and made some chicken tacos and just had a good time. We just kind of hung out and ate food. It was, it was a good time.
1: That is good. We, uh, we did that. Our friends host an annual Christmas party the first weekend of December. So we went over there last night and had some nice. Italian food, some breadsticks and of course mm-hmm. some desserts to go along with it. So, and played some white elephant games. It was a good time as well.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a good time. It's always nice to get those holiday parties out of the way at like the beginning of the the month. Because I'm feeling it right now with school and stuff. It's all just like stacking up right before we leave. So
1: It adds up very quick in the holiday season. Like you blink and then it's Christmas and then New Year's and then everything else. It goes by really fast. So
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the business. What's your favorite part about being... I mean, you are a part-time baker. This isn't uh, your full-time job, but what's your favorite part about that?
1: Um, Honestly, I love making people happy. Um, So baking, it's fun. You know, kids always enjoy getting cupcakes and stuff like that, but there isn't a lot of stuff for adults, I feel like, that are specifically for adults. So that is where I have the most fun. I love using alcohol in my cupcakes to bring a little something that you don't get anywhere else that you go. Um, Making cookies that are comical that adults liked to enjoy whether it's you know things that they can give as gag gifts for people or just something that makes them you know brings a smile to their face so i just love being that person that's like oh what do you have it's like boozy cupcakes they're like wait what booze cupcakes like i'm in let's do it um so it just really makes me happy to make other people happy through food because that's what food does it brings everybody together everybody eats everybody enjoys it so
0: right yeah yeah that's fun it's fun that's i really like that that you're like going to you know the adult audience with cupcakes because a lot of times it's just like pushed towards kids or like you know it's just kind of advertised that way and so i like that it's that's fun to, you know keep it fun for everyone
1: yes exactly when you go to a kid's birthday party i have um, lots of nieces and nephews my my kids are grown now so they're not so much into the parties but you go and it's like elmo theme or frozen theme and you have that and it's like you got a little special table just for the adults so they can have some mommy juice as we like to call it or i like to call it when my kids are little now you got mommy cupcakes and daddy cupcakes (laughs) so
0: yeah that's fun um how have your relationships in the food industry specifically um i mean, you through um, peanut butter and jenny how have those been in fact impactful for you
1: um so it's funny there are a lot of bakers in columbus um but it is it's like a a, yeah it's like a big family though everyone does something that's like a little bit different um which is super nice Mm -hmm. and we all do these events where there's multiple of us but it's a huge support group so peanut butter and jenny is great i use her peanut butter in my buckeyes and in my cupcakes and it's been a fantastic relationship supporting another small business um I also do stuff with um, the Blonde Bomb Bakery. Um, she does a little bit of different stuff than me, but we went in a mm-hmm. ac- uh, community tin. So it's actually all the proceeds are helping a family in need for Christmas. And it's a bunch of different bakers that mm-hmm. went in and kind of donated um, little things. And But it is amazing the relationships that you build with people that are supposed to be like your competitors, <laughs> you know, because we're yeah. all bakers and stuff. But it is seriously like a family because it's like if i'm busy and i can't do an order you have a whole group of people that you can refer to and network with and it just opens so many doors that you wouldn't think you know being a business you're like oh you're my competitor i can't work with you or work but it is not like that when it comes to big it is yeah it's completely opposite as, as far as my experience goes so
0: yeah that's awesome you guys are all able to be friends and kind of like um back off each other essentially
1: yes because everyone does a little bit of a a different thing you know
0: right (laughs) yeah i've had geez i don't know four or five different bakeries on here and everyone's done something slightly different so it's been cool to see how everyone um takes in runs with it even just like if it's the same base thing like cupcakes or cookies like people take flavors all sorts of different ways and just fun combinations and stuff so yeah it's really neat to see.
1: yeah definitely (laughs)
0: Do you have some favorite baking memories, like family baking memories specifically?
1: So when I was little, I always liked to bake. Um, Didn't always turn out great, you know, because I was a kid, (laughs) but I always liked to bake. One of my um, happiest and saddest memories, though, I would say would probably be with my grandpa. Um, He was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And, you know, when you're going through treatments and different things, your taste buds change. Um, Nothing really tastes the same. Nothing really tastes good. Only thing he would eat was this like three layer chocolate pie that I used to make. So I used to go over there and he would sit in the kitchen and I would make it and he would eat it. Um, And so that's probably one of my happiest and saddest, you know what I mean, memories, Mm -hmm. because it was always great because it was the one one thing that he would eat. So,
0: yeah, that's sweet. (laughs) I was just reminded when I asked the question of some old things I used to make um, in like high school, I was just like wanting to bake stuff. So the most memorable one were these little uh, like s'more cups, I think is what they're called. It was a total like Pinterest recipe. But you just make a little, like, graham cracker crust in the, crust in the like, mini muffin tins. And yeah. You put a reese cup, a miniature reese cup, and then, like, half a marshmallow in there, and you just bake that, and it becomes this nice, like, peanut butter chocolate s'more thing. Oh, goodness.
1: Bite. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was yeah. wonderful. That was a yes. fun memory. And then also on, like, how about holiday food memories? Are there, or especially baking memories, are there anyone's for you that stick out maybe like a favorite cookie or
1: so favorite cookie wise i'm i i love the grinch um movie wise so i one of my favorite cookies that i still make now are little grinch cookies so i basically take a sugar cookie recipe it's a vanilla cookie recipe and add just some green Mm -hmm. food coloring to it and add a little red heart so it looks just like a grinch so those are always fun and everyone always gets a kick out of them you know because it's not your traditional christmas you know santa claus yeah, or the whatever santa
0: tree or whatever yeah
1: correct yeah so those are definitely uh, some of my favorite that we do every year
0: that's fun mm-hmm. i i have some fun memories of like making spritz with my mom um there's a lot of fun that's like the um especially like a butter cookie that you you press through um this weird device and i don't know it, it's hard to describe now that i'm thinking about <laughs> it but i do love um some spritz and i have distinct memories of my um every time my grandparents on my mom's side would come to town my grandma would bring this just big plate of of every cookie you can imagine and some of them were like um those like logs of sugar cookie dough that you just cut up and you like, like put on a plate. Cookies, yeah yeah there are those um and then all sorts of it should make a whole bunch of them from scratch and uh, i've i was just remembering like preparing for this episode um how excited i would get because i knew that a giant plate of of all sorts of chocolate dorios and all sorts of fun stuff was coming my way so definitely i missed like that exactly. this christmas yeah but yeah um that's just such a good memory
1: mm-hmm. They are definitely good. for you were there I any a variety of of different items and put them in like we put them in little Christmas tins and you take them to every family gathering you have and you get to try all the different recipes from everybody. So
0: great. Right. <laughs> I've talked about cookies in the past, um, both from like vintage cookies and just like all manner of cookies. But I think it's one of my favorite things in the sense that there's so many of them, so many varieties, and so many variations on each recipe. I, it's so cool to see how people. Um, make each of them differently. Like, some people like their snickerdoodles com- just completely different ways. So, it's cool.
1: It is amazing the different amount you wouldn't think like a chocolate chip cookie you're like oh it's just a chocolate chip, co- like chocolate chip cookie it's not just a chocolate chip cookie no, <laughs> like it's not there's so many ever you know some people like them where they're crispy on the edges and soft in the center some people like the super thick ones you know what i mean like it's just there's so many different ways that you can make a chocolate chip cookie it's i mean it's outrageous and,
0: yeah and it's genuinely like a science i i had a guy on uh, last year a family friend of mine and it's just like he has his particular recipe down to a science of like whether or not he uses um you know a particular type of butter if you like freeze the butter before you make it then it like completely ruins it and he just has all of his steps like now written out Um, and it's because his wife wanted to make them and she couldn't because it was all just in his head um and so (laughs) she made him write it all out and say put it all down for me so i can make it and um yeah so he's he's got it down completely just perfectly to a science and it's impressive but yeah it's it's crazy how little variations can completely change it
1: it really does and a lot of people don't think about when you when you don't do it all the time how much like difference in just butter makes uh in the where yeah. you get your butter from or the brand because some of it has a higher fat content or it's worked really well in certain recipes but then not great in other recipes i mean it is just it truly is a science like you said or an art form because you really got to know what goes with what when you're yeah. when you're baking yeah oh,
0: yeah absolutely it's it's crazy i've you know i've baked plenty but i i'm nowhere near the like scientist artist um uh, side of it i've tried some things but uh yeah it's it's definitely incredibly more complicated than i've d- dove into so far so mm-hmm yeah i'm i wonder what i'm gonna make this year i feel like i need to try something this christmas i I usually do something fun last christmas was croissants so haven't thought of that yet but something will, will be headed my way i'm sure do you have anything do you usually make anything on like christmas day is there a
1: So Christmas days are a little different for us. Um, We have a tradition where we watch like Die Hard and Eat Donuts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't make donuts, so we actually buy them. Um, I'm sure I could, but that is just one thing that it's just been a tradition where... We go out to a little um, shop that's in Grove City that's open on Christmas Day. And we we buy donuts and then come home and watch Die Hard. Um, nice. So, um, but I do like to make for like Christmas Eve and stuff, um, some cinnamon rolls uh, for the family. So we, we get up and have a little like, it, it's a, a late breakfast. So more like a brunch, but some cinnamon rolls yeah. and things like that. So That's fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cinnamon rolls might be a good one. I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to thinking about what I'm going to do. That's going to be a good uh, good thing to take my mind off of school once we're done with finals week and stuff.
1: Yes, yeah. For Cinnamon sure. rolls are great because you can do a lot of different things. If you don't want just a traditional, you can do like a red velvet or an Oreo right. or just, you know, there's so many different variations that you can do that make it fun and keep it interesting. So.
0: Yeah, I had not thought of either of those. That's fun. Yes. <laughs> I'll have to look up other variations on it. Yeah. That's cool.
1: My husband's favorite is, is red velvet, anything, cake or anything. So we do pancakes and cinnamon rolls and just different things that we can turn, yeah. turn it into. So
0: so going off of that, what's your like experimental or creative process like? How do you come up with new ideas and test them?
1: Uh, a lot of exper- like experimenting, like legitimately. I'm like, um, if I drink a cocktail somewhere, like a blackberry bourbon mash, I'm like, this would probably taste good in a cupcake. Let's try it. and it's uh, a lot of trial and error (laughs) like too much bourbon not enough bourbon or you know doesn't make the texture right um so it is literally just developmenting i'll take like kind of like a base recipe like a vanilla cake base recipe and try Mm to modify it and add things and take things away and just keep going until it comes out right and then try to replicate whatever that was (laughs)
0: Yeah, for sure. That's always the tough part is is making it again after you've gotten it right.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're like, wait, what did I do on that particular batch?
0: <laughs> I've been finding that I don't document nearly well enough. I mean, there are some things I'm like, I'm, I'll make this again, but it doesn't need to be like I don't need to save exactly how I did it. I made I made guac for the first time um, for our like taco party, and yeah I, I don't need that to be like saved exactly how i did it but everyone's like this is so good and i'm like i can tell you what's in it but i can't tell you exact measurements or anything it was I'll all watch. just kind of it's just approximated so that that happens a lot um so i i think i would have to be very organized i'm very much like that when i with cook traditional
1: food just yeah go ahead
0: yeah just throw it together and and you know not measuring any seasonings and just figure it out on the way
1: that is definitely how i am when i when i cook just regular food everyone's like how did you make this i'm like "Mm, i don't know there's like some of a little bit of all of this
0: (laughs) yeah pretty much i think Mm -hmm. i try if i give people recommendations i try to actually include a recipe because otherwise i'm like well it just has like these five things in it what do you I don't see the problem. And they're like, I have no idea how much of each of these to put in. And I'm like, oh sorry. I I guess I should specify.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um Oh, is there anything you're working on right now that you're like in the process of experimenting on, even in like traditional cooking, something you don't like talk about that much with um with the baking and such.
1: So traditional cooking has always been, I I love to cook too. I mean, baking is definitely like my main passion, but I love to experiment cooking wise. But I am very much, um, I don't really plan ahead a whole lot. Um, it's kind of like a. we're having friends over and that morning I'm like, oh, what can I make? And I kind of just look yeah. for stuff that I have that I could make something out of. Um but one thing I'm experimenting with right now, I mean, but it is like baking is, um, you know, hot chocolate bombs are kind of like a big hit when this starts to get cold out. Mm-hmm. So I am, I'm working on making some adult ones. Uzi um, hot chocolate bomb. I am experimenting with that and how well they'll hold up in the chocolate. And then once they, you know, dissolve into like a cup like that, so haven't perfected it yet
0: but working on yeah, it. Yeah. That sounds tough, but I mean you're trying to keep a liquid like stuck in there. I don't know. It's it definitely sounds tough, but I think it's possible. Yes. I'll be interested to hear how it goes. Right. My mom actually just made some some hot chocolate bombs. She came up um, for the Michigan State game a few weeks ago. Um, we had like a little party with some family friends and stuff. And she brought some for everyone and they were they were nice. I had one the other day.
1: They are nice it's so, that- so fun
0: because it's just like melts into the i don't know it's yeah. it's so like instagrammable you know
1: and it's so satisfying there we go yeah so just to watch them melt and then like all the marshmallows pop up and stuff like that it's just it's crazy it is crazy how quickly they've become like the fad of like that's what like last year blew up like with valentine's day i made little heart ones and yeah. that was like whatever I wanted and i'm like who would have thought something so simple chocolate and some marshmallows and good to go
0: yeah it was like a few viral videos like a year or two ago of restaurants where they had like the chocolate sphere and then they like pour milk over it and it melts into the dessert and it's like i feel yes. like after that everyone just wants them now
1: yes yeah, that is one thing that I am working on for New Year's Eve is actually, um, like, a breakable champagne bottle that's chocolate. So when oh. you, like, smash it with a hammer, it has, like, all of the fun little treats and stuff inside of it. So
0: That's fun. Yeah. That, that's very interesting. We'll see how it turns out. Um, yes. What was I going to say? I don't know what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> oh, I was going to say what I'm experimenting with. I haven't really been doing... That much. I did make an Asian slaw this week that really didn't quite come together how I liked it to. Uh, I had some leftover red cabbage and Napa cabbage and I was like, okay, we'll just make like an oil-based like kind of slaw dressing. So it was like oil, brown sugar and rice vinegar. Um, and then I put, I also put raw onion in it. And so that kind of overpowered and it just was a little too like raw onion Onion-y. flavor. Essentially, yeah, that's, yeah. that's really it. And some, like, some yeah. sunflower seeds made it nice. I did like that, but it still just didn't, wasn't quite quite right. I let it sit in the fridge for a few days, hoping it would kind of like dull down the flavor and it still didn't, didn't really do it. So it was unfortunately kind of a fail, but um, I want to try it again and either not put the onion in at all, or maybe I guess green onions would have made more sense, but I was just using leftover stuff, so...
1: Yeah, it's hard when you're trying to make something out of what you have left, right. uh, kind of limit. But I will say onions are, depending on what you're using it for, sometimes they overpower. Green onions are good or like pearl onions because they're a little bit sweeter. They don't mm-hmm. have so much of a, a bite to them. So they right. work really well. Um, I do an Asian saw and we actually do ramen noodles in it, which is hilarious, but um, it adds a crunch. You just do them raw, chop it up and toss it in there. Yeah, um, And it's it's kind of a something different.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. My... I was telling my mom about it as I was, I was home for Thanksgiving and I was like, oh, I got to go home and got to go back to Columbus and uh, make this. And she's like, you should put ramen noodles in. i go like, oh, that's a good idea. And then came yeah. here and just completely forgot. So <laughs> I, I was like, I was like two days after I was like, oh man, I completely forgot. And I have ramen noodles. so
1: Yeah. Funny, I definitely, but... yeah, my in-laws, my, my husband's aunt brings it every year. to Thanksgiving and it's like that with the ramen noodles and everyone yeah. eats it up. It, it's so, like, it's so strange, but it's so good. It works so well together and you wouldn't think so. Yeah.
0: If you do it right, it's just, it's great. I do love it. <laughs> um, an interesting question that I don't know if I have an answer to, but what's the most meaningful meal someone has made for you?
1: Oh, mm. that's a hard one. Um, I would have to say, and this is so funny, but I, um, I got my wisdom teeth removed a couple of years ago, which is terrible to do as an adult. I don't recommend it, <laughs> um, but had to be done. So, you know, you can't eat really anything that has that you have to chew or that's yeah. going to stick or anything like that. So, uh, my dad actually made me um, it's like, you know, like comfort food where it's like the mashed potatoes and then it's the egg noodles. So they're like the thicker ones with like the chicken. And he strained out all the chicken. So he cooked it with the chicken. So it would have the chicken flavor, but he knew I couldn't chew it. Yeah. <laughs> so he took all of the chicken out. So then it was just mashed potatoes and noodle and then like the cream sauce. And it was just like, so thoughtful. I mean, did you seriously go through and just like pick out all of the chicken? Cause I couldn't chew it. He was like, well, yeah, you can't chew it, but you need something to eat. So yeah. that would probably, be my most recent one at least but
0: that's, um, that's
1: a hard question that's yeah a good question
0: <laughs> i like that though that's a cool one mm-hmm. i would actually say um so i was up in northeast ohio this summer for an internship um, right as i was leaving i got dinner at a friend's house we got pizza from um the brimfield bread oven and like they just had, the, they made these like wood-fired pizzas on Fridays and Saturdays or something. So we got some of those and we went out to his garden and picked some lettuce and made a salad. And it was just like really nice and thoughtful. Um, since it was like some of uh, there was another guy that was also there for an internship. And we were all kind of like leaving for the, after the summer. So it was just kind of like a nice way to wrap things up and got to enjoy some of the food he'd been growing. So it was, it was really cool.
1: Nice. Yeah. Was, that's one of my best memories of when I was a kid is my grandpa always had a garden that he kept in the front yard just for us. So we'd always go out and pick like cherry tomatoes, like, so, you know, yeah. bacon under the sun, you wipe the dirt off on your leg and you're, you know, good to yeah. go. But those are the best ones when it's homegrown and you can just go out and pick it and bring it in and cook it for dinner. So.
0: Yeah. I love that. Both sides of my grandparents uh, have had gardens. And so it's just like, happy memories of that and i always enjoy eating food from their gardens and i have some very distinct memories of like um either picking lettuce i have a picture of me as, as a very little kid just so proud I, i'm holding this piece of lettuce off <laughs> just so proud um
1: that's your own head of lettuce right
0: um and then like fresh raspberries just pick them off and toss them in your mouth and it's just great memories we
1: did that with with blackberries we had wild blackberry trees that would grow around the fields and stuff and we would just go around pick that and then pick some beans from the thing and make some soup over the fire and then heat up the blackberries and make some ice cream and it was good to go we were good to go (laughs) that
0: sounds wonderful so many good (laughs) memories
1: yes um
0: if there's not anything else you want to talk about we can hop into hot seat sure let's do it um what is your favorite cupcake flavor
1: Mm, my current favorite is um i make a bourbon bacon maple nice. one nice so it's like breakfast and a cupcake yeah. so that is that is my favorite right now
0: <laughs> breakfast and bourbon the new b&b yeah yeah <laughs> um actually <laughs> what's the weirdest flavor combo you've done for a baked good
1: Oh, weirdest combo. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know what I think is weird and what other people think is weird are two very different things. So I get a request for peanut butter and banana. I don't think those two go together, but a lot of people think those two go together. So that's like my weirdest one that I get a lot of requests for.
0: That's fair. Yeah, that's it kind of makes sense but yeah i i get that it kind of would be good in a cupcake though because kind of like banana bread and peanut butter just could be could be good that's
1: exactly yeah. banana cupcake with peanut butter icing and i'm just like okay all right
0: <laughs> just give the <it> people <laughs> what they want i guess um, right. what is your favorite winter or holiday dessert
1: mm, i love cheesecake which isn't very wintry however I love cheesecake all the time, so <laughs> I would say that uh, I love traditional New York style cheesecake with like a cherry cobbler like topping Ooh. is yeah my favorite.
0: That's interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a very uh, unique like way to make that. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Uh, that are that is all the questions that I had. Amber, thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Jacob. I appreciate it.
0: thanks for listening to this week's episode of season to taste if you enjoyed go ahead and share it with one of your friends and tell them your favorite part you can find me on instagram at season two podcast and special thanks to adam paddock for the music